Hey, this afternoon on a happy Friday, who do I have? I've got the one, the only, the Brian Davis. Now, who the heck is Brian Davis? You don't know! Well, he is with Behind the Steel Curtain. He's also a fine CBS Sports Radio analyst for Gordy Sports and more. And here he is, without further ado, the one, the only, Brian Davis. Good to have you, Brian. I'm so glad to be here, Gordy. Thanks for having me, as always. Truly a delight, truly a pleasure. And let's go to our national day. It is National Noodle Ring Day. Now, you can take this one of two ways, Mr. Brian Davis, and that is you can go with the smaller noodles that are contained in such as a can of SpaghettiOs, which I'm sure in your lifetime you have had many, perhaps even with the meatballs. But it also is to be celebrating a pasta dish formed in an 8 or 9-inch ring mold or bun pan. Like a ziti, Have you had? what you're telling me. It sounds like you're on this. Oh, I'm, gosh, I'm half Italian. I grew up with an Italian mother and an Italian grandmother around all the time. So, um, yeah, that's uh, if there's noodles in my life, it doesn't matter what kind. I mean, whether it's uh, Andre de Pepe, whether it's uh, a cavatini, whether it's anything like that, um, I'm I'm on it. I love my noodles. I did mess around with the whole. Uh, the Chef Boyardee stuff, uh, roller coasters back in 1983 were my absolute favorite. A um, little bit better than SpaghettiOs. They were little um, wavy pieces of pasta in the sauce with the meatballs, of course. Now, Coach Gordy finds this very interesting. See, there's that other connection to you and your 80s songs. Now we're going to throw in some type of noodle. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, there's a... I have so, everything is connected to the 80s for me, because that's when I was, uh, my formative years, because, you know, I turned nine in the 80s, and I, uh, then I graduated high school at the end of the 80s, so that, that, uh, I have memories of everything, and that's where my Pittsburgh Steelers love comes from, too, because everyone, nobody will wax poetically about the 1980 to 89 Steelers, but I love those guys, and that's what really, uh, really shaped my love for this team. Well, let's finish up with our food department of our National Days, because we have been just rocking here this week with our National Days. We've had some good ones. We had National Brownie Day and National Pastry Day. Oh, I'm all, I didn't know that. And uh, I'm here to help. You can post-celebrate. My, uh, my blood sugar and uh, my A1C is probably happy that I did not know about that. Um, because I love that kind of stuff. Now, I've got to ask you, with a brownie, are you an icing guy, or are you powdered sugar or plain? Plain. You give me brownie and milk, I'm a happy fella. I'll tell you, it's like that Oreo cookie floating at the bottom of the milk. Oh, I'm telling you. you I bet you you tried it, Gordy. You're just not telling me. Oh, it's really good. Just, I mean, if you leave an Oreo cookie in the milk for so long, eventually we'll find our way to the bottom. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you only give it, you only give it about thirty seconds, but the mushiness makes it awesome. I mean, Oreo cookies are not designed for their floatability. Yeah, I mean, they're not, and I mean, Oreo cookies. It's funny about Oreo cookies. As I digress, but I'm not a big like double stuff guy because I don't like all the white stuff. I like the chocolate part, and you know, you give me a deep fried Oreo, that's just as awesome too. I tried those at home once. Well, those double stuff definitely aren't going to help your sugar. Now, let's go into the pastry. Now, that goes back to the Greek and the Roman empires, and it had such ingredients as flour and oil, things that would not melt in the sun. Wow, that's pretty cool. 
Now, in our conversation, one of our fine analyst, Jack Schensel, on that particular day, I actually talked about that, and I mentioned that, and it would have been called like a philo. And he's there, hey, Coach Gordy, I just recently had that mentioned, a Greek acquaintance. And so I was able to differentiate that he had it recently. It was not some recent archaeological find. Philo is, I was going to bring up Philo. You stole my thunder on that. Philo is a very flaky dough. It's, uh, it comes out like a very flaky, very thin layered crust. I mean, growing up in western Pennsylvania, we had a lot of nut rolls um, around the holidays, Easter, even Christmas. And the ones that made it with the Philo dough, where it was just like flaky, almost... Uh, not really like a croissant, but it, it was so good. It, I mean, a little like hard and flaky, but so good. But it was good. Yes. Oh, amazing. Philo dough is awesome. What's your favorite pastry overall? Now, are you a Danish guy? I'm not really a Danish guy. I like uh, I like uh, like chocolate filled um, like Philo dough, like pastries like that. Um, I really don't even know the name of them, but, I mean, you can get them at, at cafes. You put a little, little chocolate in there, but a really flaky crust, and it's filled. That's what I like. Well, let's get on to your main purpose. Yes, you do have a purpose of so many, many things here, but that main purpose is to talk about the Pittsburgh Steelers. Oh, my gosh, they lost. They lost to the Washington football team on Monday, 23-17. to Are you able to talk about it? Oh, yeah. You know what? They, uh, everybody was, uh, was calling uh, my wife to see if I was out on the ledge, and I'm like, you know what, it's one loss. And most times, it's actually, it's very rare to even have a 15-1 team. That doesn't happen very often in the NFL. Uh, it's only happened probably, I'd even say, a handful of times in the last 30 years even. So, you know, teams are, I mean, the way the NFL is set up, Teams are designed to lose, and teams aren't designed to go 16-0. and We've only seen one team go 16-0 and in the history, and they didn't, they didn't finish the job in the end, and that was the 07 Patriots. We saw one team go 17-0, and including the playoffs in the 72 Dolphins. And, you know, it's just not designed to happen. There's some different schools of thought on this. Look, the Steelers weren't as racked with COVID as Baltimore was, but they were pretty racked, and not having... Pouncey and not having Connor greatly hurt them in that game. And also, dropping the passes that they did for the second week in a row. I really think, I, I thought it would be cured after, uh, after the JV, the junior varsity comments by uh, Mike Tomlin the week before. But now he's saying that, look, if the drops, don't, if the drops keep happening, we're going to find somebody that's not going to drop the ball. And he's talking to Deontay Johnson. And he's talking to Eric Ebron, and those guys were very capable, but they've had more drops recently than usual. So I really, I really think something's going to change. But as far as that game goes, they weren't up for it as the Washington football team was up for it. That's a little bit of a problem, too. The shoe had a drop at one point and not going 16-0, and it happened this week. The loss, look. They can't go undefeated. We all know that. The loss is out of the way. Hopefully that's the last one. As you talked to me before, that this is a really rough schedule going forward, and I get that. But if, really, teams rebound from losses, and this is still the team that played 
really good football the first nine to ten games of the season. Played good enough to go undefeated that long. So the sky's not going to fall all in, in one fail swoop, Gordy. Now, Sunday night, you're shuffling off the Buffalo. Yep, I uh, I love that phrase. Uh, I know that was an old song way back, and I know David Lee Roth redid it back in the eighties. Um, I gotta tell there you, there we are. Yeah, shuffling off the buffalo. Um, so I with your noodles. Yeah, <laughs> there you go, and my uh, and my pastries. But really, this is uh, this is not going to be as daunting as a trip to Buffalo as it usually would be because there's not going to be that rabid Bills Mafia, that fan base that, that they talk about. Um, you know, these are, these are people that will dive through flaming tables in the parking lot and just uh, cause so much chaos. And when they came to Pittsburgh last year, almost a year to the day, and I was in attendance at that game, they were absolutely obnoxious but in their home field they really turn on the buffalo bills they really make the buffalo bills into uh the juggernaut that they could be when they have a good team they inspire that team because they're a rabid they're a very good fan base as far as that goes but that's going to be a silent stadium because there have been no fans in the state of new york at all in uh 2020 because of COVID 19 and you're going to see the fact that the Bills aren't going to get that boost from that fan base. And it's funny because last year when they came to town, in 38 years of going to Steeler games alive, uh, my first game was in 1982, I have never seen a fan base. Whoa, 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 wait, 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 wait. You just said alive. Are you alluding to the fact you attended Steeler games in another state? Oh, yeah, I've, I've attended Steeler games in another state, yeah. No, 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 no. State of body. Oh, you just, oh, oh I, yeah, I mean... I know you're catching I, up with Coach Gordy in my humor right now, but nonetheless, I wanted to check that. Yeah, that's, you know what? I'm sure I did. I'm sure I was... Uh, the black and gold so much in my blood. Um, if I was in another state, or uh, if I was in another being, or uh, maybe if I was reincarnated, if you believe in that, that kind of thing... Um, Maybe I was there. Maybe I was Buddy Parker. Who knows? Maybe I was uh, one of those players, uh, Johnny Blood McNally, back in the 30s. Y- you never know. Um, but as far as that goes, Gordy, when you look at, at uh, the Steelers, as far as uh, fan bases from another team, there's not a lot to go to that stadium, and there was a lot at that time. Bills are just not going to get that boost from those guys, so it's not going to be as daunting for the Steelers. They've done pretty well in that stadium in the last uh, few years anyways. Ben Roethlisberger is 4-0 against them in their entire career, but he was also 4-0 against the Washington football team, so take that for what it's worth. I just feel that the Steelers, even though they're still decimated, they just lost Vince Williams to the COVID list. Um, they have virtually no linebackers because uh, – Robert Spillane is going to be out. But I still think that they're on, the mis- on a mission to go ahead and prove that they can, that uh, it was an aberration, that they are still um, one of the top contenders for the Lombardi Trophy. And I really think that as well-coached as they are, 
that they're going to come out looking for blood. Well, here is a headline for you. Improving Buffalo Bills need signature win versus Steelers to join AFC's elite. That's, I mean, that's definitely, I mean, that would be a signature win for them. Um, and they, they definitely need that win. And that would be huge. That's still going to keep them right now at the uh, third position in the AFC. So Pittsburgh is still the number one seed, Kansas City's number two seed. Kansas City has a really tough game this week with Miami as well. So I, I agree with that headline, Gordy, but in the history of the Pittsburgh Steelers in the last 10 years under Mike Tomlin, um, even his entire career here, they have a tendency to go up, to the, go up in games they're not supposed to win and uh, really shock and surprise a lot of people. They weren't supposed to do that well against Tennessee. They weren't favored against Baltimore the first time around, and they, uh, they came out with their A game. I expect them to come out with their A game as well. On we go with the keys to the game and a Steeler victory. Keys to the game is don't drop the ball. Buffalo does not run the ball as well as they did last year. They're more of a passing team. If you get a guy like uh, you look like you're getting Steven Nelson back, who was out last week, you might not have Joe Hayden because of the concussion. Cam Sutton's fine as long as they continue to uh, be that good against the pass like they have been. They're going to go ahead and win this game. They've got to run the ball a little bit better, but just don't drop the ball and have a smart game plan. And our prediction for a score from the very, very famous Brian Davis behind the steel curtain. Uh, I'm not sure what I'm famous for, but I'll take it. I'm going to say 27 to 24. Let's go with the Pittsburgh Steelers on this. I kind of, I kind of believe in them this week. Now let's tell everyone how they can follow behind the steel curtain. How do they listen? How do they watch? All right. So it's, uh, it's as simple. Just two steps. It's simple. Two steel- steps. Yeah, I mean, well, there's two, two separate avenues. If you go to www.behindthestillcurtain.com, you will find all of our articles. There's about 10 to 12 with some great writing daily. I also write on there as well, but I am the podcast producer. So if you go to anywhere that you download a podcast, you can find BTSC Radio, and you can find at least, and I'm not kidding, about 25 Fresh new podcast per week. And we could tell people even this very broadcast you and I are doing right now could be found somewhere. Where is that? Yes, this uh, this very broadcast will show up sometime this evening on BTSC Radio. Um, you just go ahead. You'll see it. Uh, it'll say BTSC uh, Radio Wire. Uh, Brian Davis joins uh, Coach Gordy. Brian Davis, you are handling everything ever so well. And again, the possibility of a Steeler victory on Sunday night. You are certainly, from your counseling department, giving your Steeler fans every bit of encouragement. Don't panic. It'll be okay. Don't throw that terrible towel in just yet, Gordy. It's only one loss. Okay, well, what do we have you doing now? We have you singing a song from the 80s. You are going to have some of your noodles and then a combination, perhaps, of brownies, pastry, and some vanilla ice cream. Well, i got to tell you this. If we go back to one of my favorite years, 1984, 
on this uh, on this date in history. The number one song was by Daryl Hall and John Oates. It's out of touch, and the Steelers are not out of touch just yet. Don't worry about that. Well done. I was not going to put that impromptu pressure on you, but you did fine bringing out a year and a song, and... Now that I know, and again, not that I didn't know, but even at any time, you are always ready. Have a very good weekend, sir. Thank you, my friend. We'll see you. Bye. Bye.